what we do here is go back, 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 back. She was a tyrant the whole time. You know, she's crazy. And she was like, think of Napoleon, the dictator of, of Spain. You know, she's basically that. Welcome back to another edition of the Raider Take Podcast. I am Micah McDonald. With me, as always, but not for a little bit, Andrew McDonald. Um, we both recently bounced back and forth with some solo pods. Back on it again, teaming it up. Uh, how you doing, big dog? I'm better. <clears throat> I got you back, right? I got you back Just in like my Shaq. life. Yep. Just like Shaq. No, it's... It, I'm, Feeling good. It's Victory Monday, which um, I, I genuinely wanted. Um, I think a lot of people wanted it, but it's good to be back here. I, I mentioned on the previous podcast that it was it was a change of pace. It was nice to do something solo, but I was like, I just don't. I'm not a solo artist, you know. It's like there's there's Beyonce and then there's Destiny's Child. You know, I want to be Destiny's Child, right? I, that that's who I want. I don't know who the third. I guess the third would be Mel Dreamy, um, but. It's good to be back here. Um, I, I think the more important question is, how are you? So um, you had your honeymoon. Yes, I did. Congrats, by the way. Appreciate um, it. And then also you did watch the Broncos game, which you documented to um, to myself and to Mel Dreamy and said, hey, you still caught the game. You're in Hawaii. I talked about the, the game, right, a little bit on the recap. Um, what did you think of it? How is the honeymoon? You can speak. Bear any details you do not want to share, but how was the honeymoon and how was the Bronco game from your vantage point? Yeah, well, the honeymoon was awesome. Um, it was 80, yes. 85 degrees. We went to Oahu, uh, Hawaii, mm-hmm. stayed in Waikiki. Uh, it was 80, 85 degrees the whole time. A um, little overcasty, uh, but rained on us a little bit too, which it was just warm rain, so it didn't really matter. Um, but it was really fun. Had a lot of fun. Did some parasailing. We uh, went and saw the ranch that they filmed Jurassic Park on. Got to do some ATV rides over there. And then we did a uh, two-hour zip line tour where they took us on like eight or nine different zip lines. One of them was like half a mile long. Mm. And yeah, it was pretty awesome. Stuff I'd never thought I'd ever do, which was sweet. <laughs> the best part about going and doing that stuff. Um, we did a couple other things as well. Did like a tour of the island and just kind of bounced around and had fun and uh it was a really good time one of the coolest things over there is that they have um so you know how you can um like download an app and just activate like one of those scooters on the side of the road yes lime scooters or yeah they had that yeah they they had that but for toyota vehicles what yeah (laughs) yes this is breaking news. By the this way. is breaking news. Um, you go on this app and you look at these different like parking lots where they have designated parking spots for this company called Huey. Um, and you basically look on there and what's available. Uh, one of the days we rented a, a 2019 Toyota Tacoma. And then the other one of the other days we got uh, it's like a 2022 uh, Corolla or something like that, mm. but you go and see what's available. Um, they have a rate per hour or you can rent it for, you just rent it by the hour and it just goes from there or whatnot, but you reserve it, you go up. Um, it's from your app. You just unlock it and it's all pushed to start and you can wow. just rent, rent a car in a parking lot. So 
Yeah, that that's the true island boy. Is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was a game changer because we we talked about like, should we rent a car? Our hotel that we stay in at, you know, they charge for parking every night. So would it be worth it renting a car for a whole week? We don't need it for a whole week, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then we found out about that, and I was like, that's absolutely perfect. You know, so I've you know, never was, heard of that. That's incredible. I haven't. I haven't either. And um, it was. I mean, it kind of it ranged between like 120 to 150 bucks for the day, which is kind of expensive and a little more, um, you know, when it comes to like compared to like renting a car, but you can pick it up when you want, you can drop it back off when you want. And it's like, all you got to do is just start a reservation and a reservation. So it's like the convenience of it was well worth the price for sure. So, but um, yeah, it was awesome getting to do all that. And um, time change was the biggest thing for me. Um, They were three hours earlier over there than they were here so raiders game was at 10 25 we were up at six every single morning <laughs> which which was cool because you know you just then you got the whole day you know sleeping in was like sleeping until 7 30 getting up mm-hmm. going to have breakfast at eight and then you're doing whatever the rest of the day and you feel great because it's like you're rested but yeah it's so it, early that you're like i've just been productive all day exactly the, the flip side of that is you're torched at 8 p.m right but then that's <laughs> when you that's, leverage the fact that you're on your honeymoon right? yeah so it kind exactly of, yeah it bounces time. back and forth so it's good um the worst part about it was the flight home um because of that time change we left the airport in hawaii at 11 a.m got back to oakland at 7 30 p.m mm-hmm. um and obviously that whole time changing doesn't necessarily affect you know the amount of hours flying but like just the time frames in our head it was like that was like 19 hours it took <laughs> mm-hmm. but anyways sure math adds up there it doesn't yes, exactly. no it doesn't but um <laughs> that was all theoretically the way it felt yeah exactly yeah. so being facetious obviously but mm-hmm. anyways um yeah it was fun there was a place directly across the street from our hotel that had um, like a sports bar on like the third level that we went and watched it at it had the game i did some recon beforehand um, it was also the one thing that i was like we can do whatever there's like two things that like we have to do one of them is parasailing the other one is finding a spot to watch the radio game <laughs> on sunday <laughs> and, and so that's just the type of commitment you have and that's so appreciated i would say and uh anyway so we found a spot and it was close by which was awesome um yeah watched the game thought it was thought it was great you know we we played well and whatnot um i was the only, only one sitting there there was a bunch of broncos fans around only one rooting for the Raiders. Um, they had, um, I think, Patriots in Dallas on a different TV, so there's like one group for that. But it was great to watch because essentially a lot of what I talked about in the preview pod um, kind of ended up happening outside the fact that we did blow them out and we did score a bunch of points on them, and I didn't necessarily think that was going to happen. But they played a very clean game for the most part offensively. The offensive line played pretty well. They played pretty clean, and they didn't really have – any a whole lot of issues a whole lot of mess ups or anything like that definitely wasn't as sloppy as we've seen it be um and you know that's another thing that we obviously will kind of transition into for this eagles recap as well um because i feel like they they transitioned very well um from broncos the eagles game in in that regards too but yeah I, i you know it just it was great it was a great game to watch great to go in and prove that the broncos 
are frauds like we thought and that we are a much better team than them. No, you know? no, no, no. Sorry. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. You okay. have been the biggest <laughs> on the frauds train as, as anyone else. And, I, and it's not that I didn't believe it, but I was like, well, I don't know if I feel that strongly about it, but you stood by that for a long time. And I think that if they're, you know, first three wins mm-hmm. against no one basically, and then their last, what, four losses haven't proven that, then I think you should be proud because <laughs> you called them frauds even when they were three and zero. So <laughs> well, you got to pick a hill <laughs> and stick by it, right or wrong. So, but yeah, it was all in all. I mean, there's nothing, nothing could help a, and that was the the second day we were there. So that really got the honeymoon kick started greatly. I um, was getting a, a big W. Uh, early in the morning because game was on at 1025 like i said you know over by one 130 ish and uh we were we were on rolling for the rest of the day's activities so um yeah all in all it was it was great great honeymoon great win a lot of great all the way around well that is great indeed and i i will say that i it's tough like i kind of feel bad and you know to an extent because Basically, we went from two terrible losses, right, to the whole Gruden thing coming out, him resigning, and then I wasn't able to make it on the pod. You had to rock the pod as you're rolling into your honeymoon. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many years, like, <laughs> you know, and so you had to do it, and then and then you went out, but then you enjoyed, hopefully, um, a Broncos win, and then I mean, you got back this weekend, but enjoyed a nice Eagles win, as everyone knows, so... We're really glad to have you back. Um, it glad it to be was back. good. That, that is good. Um, but I'm going to get into, um, you know, my, my betting weekend. What, what we want to do is touch on just, I had probably the highest of highs and lowest of lows um, of this weekend. Yeah, lowest of lows. Yes, lowest of lows. <laughs> there's there's probably like 3% of people that look at that, <laughs> and that's fine because that's exactly the, the target audience yeah. we want. If one person gets it, we did our job. So Correct, yeah. Um, but before we get into that, why don't you uh, tell the people what this podcast is being backed by outside of TPPN, the pods, podcast, pod, <laughs> the pigskin podcast network. I, I'm going to keep messing it up. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Well, it's perfect that we're, you know, leading into this this betting weekend that you had um, with the fact this episode is sponsored by DraftKings. NFL fans, are you hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, it's that simple. Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. If that doesn't scream deal, I don't know what does. Because even if you can't get the sportsbook, they are going to hook you up with some great options. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win. With promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, 
New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum of $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Well done. Well done, sir. So before we get into the Raiders-Eagles recap, um, I was telling Micah before we started this that as he was away, you know, he was he was an island boy, and I was not. I was on the mainland. And so I, I dipped my toe a little bit into the water of uh, sports betting. And I think most of you know that I've had some ups, some downs, some um, end arounds, you know, right? Some ups and lefts and rights and ups also. Mostly downs, actually. I was telling him that, you know, I was like, man, I, I kind of rolled into the weekend, the Sunday slate up pretty big. And what that transpired uh, from was I, you know, the NBA tipped off last week and I got in on some Thursday and Friday NBA action. And I don't know anything about the National Basketball Association, right? I don't know much, um, but I, I somehow kept winning these small increments amount of money. Um, and then went into um, college football on Saturday because I was like, hey, let's let it ride. Um, rolled into there, won every bet that I put down on college football, which was the dumbest bets of all time, um, which was basically like, oh, uh, Cincinnati and Navy, they're not going to score more than this many points or whatever. It was just such weird bets, and I just kept winning. I did not know why. So I was actually very up um, rolling into Sunday, and I was like, this never happens. Um, usually this is when I kind of get back to even. Um, so I was betting on on some house money um, on Sunday. And this is a sport that I, you know, I take pride in knowing um, that I have a firm understanding of how, how it works. Um, and I lost every bet on <laughs> Sunday. And it was like six. The only bet that I won, actually, it was I was six of seven in losses on Sunday. And these one that I won with a W was that the Niners would win the first quarter by one and a half points. Wow. And that's because the Colts were down. I think they were down three or something like that. And instead of like punching it in, cause they're on, on the goal line, they tried to like jump the defense offsides and rolled into the second quarter. That was the only bet that I won. <laughs> and that was it. And I, I, I had so many bad ones that had a parlay that included the chiefs. Sorry guys. I, I do love the Raiders, but the chiefs are usually a solid bet. They just got blasted. Right. So it was, it was just a bad weekend. I had Sam Darnold, please throw for more than 217 yards. He just didn't, he got benched. He had like 60 yards. It was five to three going into halftime. It was like a baseball score. It, the the World Series is kicking off here shortly, but it was like a baseball score. And, and then Sam Darnold got benched, and he had like 150 yards. So um, it was it was a tough weekend for me, and I'm okay with sharing that. It was I, I don't know maybe I just need to do less, you know, just just lose information because it might help me in that world. But the reason I'm sharing that is because I suck, and also because we are also brought to you by DraftKings. Um, DraftKings Sportsbook, if you have a gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. For certain states, things don't apply, um, and also other things. So now we will get into the Week 7 recap. Las Vegas Raiders at home. 
We have the Philadelphia Eagles coming into town. I previewed this last week. Obviously, Micah was gone. But, Micah, as you are back, you have returned. As you know, the Raiders won 33-22. to A big-time dub. What were your thoughts? Because I saw Micah Saturday night. He just flew back. Okay? He stopped by the house. He dapped it up. He, he bought me a shirt. The kind man, right? Um, but then you got back Saturday night, enjoyed the game Sunday. What was your thoughts on the, the Raiders Eagles matchup? Yeah, I thought, um, I thought it obviously a great game that that score made it look closer than the game actually was. Um, we were shit pumping them, um, pretty much all game. Uh, I, I will say that first off, we've got a very large bone to pick with the way Hulu constructs this bullshit that they call coverage. I think it might've just been because of where we sat in the like mapping area of, of what they were viewing um, like just outside of the Raiders being shown. Uh, Maybe it was Hulu all fucked up, but I'm watching Fox, right? Which is what it's supposed to be on. And um, Washington and the Packers are still on after the, the Raider game had started. Washington is down like 14 points and there's like seven seconds left in the game. I just assumed that it was going to come on as soon as that game was up. That game ends. It's going through commercials, doing a bunch of stuff. Anyways, I'm pissed off trying to figure it out. I text Andy, text Dan. Andy's talking about how he's watching it on Fox. So anyways, have to hop on a uh, online streaming thing, figure it out. Got it watched. Instantly, we were down 7 nothing. So I turn it on, and I'm watching it when we have the ball. And we go down. We're down 7 nothing. We're driving, we're driving, we're driving. Car throws one off for Shard's hands. It gets picked. And the first thing I thought was like, fuck, man, are we going to have one of these games? Like, <laughs> we, should beat the, we should beat the Eagles. We should kill the Eagles. We should at least be able to handle our own against the Eagles. But like you said, Andy... We should have done that against the Bears too, and we saw what happened. So I see where they go down and they went down and scored. We get the ball, drive all the way down, throw a pick, and I'm like, fuck, we're gonna have to sit through one of these games right now. Mm-hmm. Luckily, that didn't happen. Carr was just lights out. I mean, that was Carr's only incomplete pass up to the point of like, I wanna say 22 for 23 or something ridiculous. I mean, it was it was unbelievable how well he was doing. Um, they were playing very efficient. They were all gas, no brakes. It seemed like they just kept going and kept going. They found the things that worked for them in light of Darren Waller being out like last minute decision, which thank you for that on all my fantasy teams, because I have him. One of them, I did pick up Foster Moreau the day of played him. That worked out pretty well, but we saw Foster Moreau have a come out game. Josh Jacobs was balling out before he, um, you know, ended up being ruled out after halftime. But uh, chest or shoulder thing, whatever was going on with him. But, man, this offense was just clicking on all cylinders. It was awesome. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, I thought that they, they obviously played well. They were figuring out how to, you know, make stops and do things like that. I think there were times where Philly was kind of figuring it out, getting some drives going. Um, Hertz was kind of able to make plays happen. But then that's where we saw turnovers happen. We started getting these turnovers. And those are the things that – we were talking about previously where like that wasn't happening and you see um, the game like the Chargers game. And those were the things that weren't happening. And then 
we lose to the Bears. You know, turnovers here and there completely change things. And you saw it go from a seven to seven game to the Raiders going down and scoring, instantly getting the ball back on a fumble, scoring, and then getting the ball at halftime and then scoring. And then instantly it's just 24 seven, I think is what it was after all that. So, you know, we saw some some great turnovers in some timely spots. Could have had an extra turnover. Littleton dropped the interception. Kind of got it batted away or whatnot. And Gakwe had himself a game, man. Him and Max, they balled out. They went off. You know, definitely vying for that best DN tandem in the league, you know, that that they talked about before the season started. But I don't know. I think we saw a very um, all-around good game from, I feel like, just about everybody. The offensive line was fantastic. I saw a thing that said that the top – six graded like pff graded players for the raiders in that game um were all on offense and four out of the six were offense linemen so um the offense alignment the offense line had a great game they've had a great last two games and it's really awesome kind of seeing things kind of come together whether that's luck for now whether things are kind of starting to mesh starting to figure out whatever it is i really don't give a shit it's working so just keep it up you know so I don't know. It was it was a very fun game to watch. I did have a lot of worry uh, very early on um, the first, you know, with the way the first couple drives panned out with, like I said, them scoring us throwing a pick. But all in all, I just, you know, they kept going. You know, we did see that a little bit of that uh, conservativeness when it came down to when they're running out the clock and then they start going down and scoring. And Philly's like the king of like making games look closer than they actually were. Um, you know, fourth quarter comebacks, uh, points, but I don't know, figured it out. Coach B got this team rallying. He's, he's two and L. So yeah, it was awesome. It's a great game. Um, kind of just rambling on about a little bit of everything, but I thought it was a, just a great overall win for the team. Very, very much needed because it was yeah. just a, a shit pumping on both sides. Yeah, it wasn't. That's exactly how I would summarize it. Is it that there were so many different areas and sides of, um, you know, the offense and the defense that we played so well that it's hard not to be fired up about, you know, because it we're not used to it. You know, it's like we're used to just like, well, we snuck this one out because thank goodness we didn't let the defense hang on too long or we didn't, you know, the defense saved the offense, whatever it is, right? Like it's always someone we're like, we played great both sides and honestly it should have been that close. It's not something that we're used to, but um, no, I, I felt the same way. You know, the, the Eagles go down and it was like the first play, there was just a big hit. I know, sorry, you had Hulu issues, but there was a big hit. And then there was like, you know, I'm like, the Raiders are out to play today. And then it was like a defensive holding on a run um, that I was like, oh, that's weird. And then then they just kept driving and driving. And they scored and then we get the ball and we're driving down and then Carr throws the pick, you know, after like a actually pretty good offense drive so it, it was one of those things where you're just like oh here we go again but i'm not going to give her the credit by any means but my daughter takes a nap okay between usually 11 30 and 12 right it's when she starts and she needs a nap for about two hours okay sometimes she goes three hours this this time she only went an hour and a half okay and when she woke up it was right after car through the pick and she woke up and she woke up with vengeance. And I was like, <laughs> and I said, listen, I don't need this. Like I thought at the time I didn't need this because I'm like, I need to be, 
be in my zone, you know, but she was waking up because she's like, the Raiders need to wake up right now. Yeah. And when exactly. she went, when she woke up, even though she was basically, she was a tyrant the whole time, you know, she's crazy. And she was like, think of Napoleon, the dictator of, of Spain, you know, she's basically that um, all around our house. But what she did was bring the energy that we needed. And, and so I'm not going to give her all the credit. I just going to give some of her or some of the credit to her. So um, thank you to that. But that's kind of when we woke up and then, like you mentioned, we go down and get the ball back. We score again. You know, we get a stop, get the ball back. We score again. And and that it, we were set, I think it was seven Oh that we went on that 94 yard drive. Um, and kind of marched on the field. Yeah. And like 10 plays, six minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we never, we never saw a third down, I believe um, on that drive, which is pretty impressive for a 94 yard drive without, a 40 plus yard, you know, play basically. So it's pretty impressive for a Raiders drive in general. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it was kind of interesting because you saw um, the offense was always in sync. Um, and then Josh Jacobs got going too. And, you know, he started finding his way. And then on, you know, on that touchdown run that he had, and then he just had a chest contusion and he was just gone. And you're just like, okay, yeah. you know, here we go. But um, it, it just seemed like the whole time we were just the better team and, it, it was just a matter of time before we kind of, you know, took it upon ourselves to control the game. And that's when it, like you mentioned, it was score, you know, it, it was obviously pick score, stop, touchdown, fumble, field goal before half 17, seven onside kick by the Eagles, which, you know, hats off, but he, and the kicker almost had that thing and he went into a slide for no fucking reason. And like it's because he they don't have Al Ingold, and Al yeah, Ingold exactly. is who we have. Yeah. So, and you ain't getting anything by um, by Rich B, who's our interim head coach and also yeah. special teams. Yeah. Um, Which do you think he's really gonna like let no any? Shot. No sneakiness is getting by Rich B. Is what I'll tell you. So, um, so we get that, then we go down and score again, right? So, Carr had a great day. Obviously, the like you mentioned, you know, he was twenty-one for twenty-two, and one of the <laughs> the only incomplete was a pick off of Richard, which he, it, it was on him, right? Yeah. But yeah, 16, behind him. 16 straight completions. Um, so he had himself a day. Um, I think it was 31 for 34 um, is what he ended on. But Jacobs got going. He ended up leaving. And then we got Drake going a little bit. Um, the only thing is, I mean, if you want to be nitpicky, right, is, is they kind of took um, their foot off the gas a little bit into the third quarter um, going into – kind of run into the fourth quarter because they just want to run the clock a little bit and just be more run heavy and, and certain things that just didn't, I don't know. I, I got why they were doing it, but also like we kind of gave the Eagles a chance to kind of come back in the game because they were down 11 with, you know, four minutes or so right to where they could go down and score a touchdown, get to, and then onside, whatever. So all in all, I, it, there's, it's, it's a hard thing to do is to complain about, um, everything that happened with Gruden resigning and off of two straight losses and then going in and beating the Broncos on the road and then a pretty convincing win against Eagles. So I thought the, the defense played very well. Obviously, Ngakwe got he got to the curve a little bit um, with two sacks, had a couple batted passes at the line. Max, the condor, just jumped over on the goal line. That was line, so clutch. Had and then- to stop there, and the next play was a fumble. It was just like... That's that's our guy, you know. He's so, clicking on all cylinders, right? So a lot of good things to um, to be proud of for the Raiders. A lot of things that we should take take away, and also you know with the Chargers having to buy, and then us winning, we are first in the AFC West. 
we're heading into a buy ourselves. Um, and so speaking of baseball, we're half a game up in the lead right now. We're half a game up <laughs> and also the number two seed in the AFC. So watch out. And that, you know, <laughs> number one is, is the Bengals. It's unbelievable. So, yep. <laughs> that's what kind of, that's what kind of wonky season is happening right now. What a day to be alive in the NFL. So no, a great win. I mean, I think the, the Eagles didn't have the ball basically from the late first quarter until the third quarter. You know, it's like they, they just, I think they ran one play within 12 minutes. And so obviously that took some good, you know, some good luck on our end, some good fortune where we had long drives and also some turnovers. Um, they wanted to onside and we took advantage of that. So um, there are a lot of things that worked out in our favor and we came out victorious. Another double digit win on the resume of Rich B, who I think we can probably come up with a better nickname of, but we're going to call him Rich B for now. So he is 2-0. We are heading into a bye. So nothing like Victory Monday, and that's where we are, partner. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think um, touching back to um, Jacobs just you know getting hurt and all that stuff, there was that one play where they did a little swing pass to him, and he caught it one-handed. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're so lucky you caught that, you motherfucker. And then, like, the next play, I think, was that touchdown run. And then you find out something was wrong with, like, his chest. And you're like, okay, he probably heard it the play before or a couple plays before and just, like, did not have mobility with that arm. I didn't even (laughs) think about that. I thought he was just being swaggy. I did, Um, too. And I was like, what the hell? And then then looking back, it's like, okay, he probably heard it. It was probably heard already. Yeah, no, that's a great point. But he's always banged up, but he always plays hard for us. So, yeah. um, and then also like same thing, like you mentioned with Waller being out, we had Moreau, who I also picked up in fantasy because I have Waller, um, and he had a big day. Drake got in the end zone, um, and we were able to be effective in the run game there. So, yeah, good point by you. I didn't, I didn't, re- I thought, I thought Jacobs was just showing out. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's funny is I feel like. With you look at the second half, Jacobs isn't in there, and the last few games where we really feel like our running game hasn't been able to get going, it almost feels like like people always talk about like establish the run to set up the pass. It feels like we've established the pass to set up our run because our run game will have plays here and there where they bust out for yards. You know, uh, Peyton Barber had that one big game or whatnot, um, but it was almost like we were doing so well passing that like the run opened up a little bit on certain plays, certain holes and stuff like that. So it's kind of weird that it, it, I don't know why, but I just kind of had this feeling that it's almost like we're passing to set up the run, which is completely opposite of any normal thing that you do, but also opposite of a, of a Raiders. I I don't want to use the term John Gruden offense, Mm -hmm. but I mean, they're still running, you know, essentially um, what he has instilled. So that type of offense, you know, a lot of times is, predicated on being able to open up the pass because of the run. And it seems like it's been somewhat vice versa for us. So, Well, yeah, I think that's kind of where the NFL changed and our team over the last four years has not, um, where we still needed to establish a run to um, be effective. And I think we looked at it this year where let's just take the last two games is our O-line has been an issue. So let's get them comfortable with, with where they are comfortable and let's, establish a run when it's effective, um, but also have that quick passing game to, you know, kind of get us into a rhythm and, you know, get the ball moving down the field and then see where it goes. So um, I think that's all and see where the NFL is going and, and maybe we just built our team a certain way, but here we are now and, and we have some guys that are 
moving in different slots, Leatherwood sliding into guard and things like that. So Andre James, you got the snap figured out. So good for you. And here we are. But yeah, it, it's good. We're five and two man. Um, we're rolling into a bye week. So not a lot to complain about. I didn't think we would be here after that Bears loss, but here we are. Here we are competing. And obviously always love to see the Chiefs continue to lose. So, <laughs> you know, any day we can get a win and they can get a loss. Yeah. I can take it. Right. No doubt. So. Well, yeah, I mean, that's it. We got um, another podcast, um, obviously another episode rolling out here later this week. Um, it is a buy, but we will still have some good content for y'all. So, you know, it's good to have the band back together. Ultimately, it was a, a lonely two weeks. Um, I could tell you that on my end, but good to have you back, my man. And looking forward to, I think we got, we got the Giants um, coming up in 11 days um, where we got to travel eastbound and down, but um, hopefully this bye week will be good for the for once. Our bye week is actually benefiting us, right? <laughs> because the Giants do play Monday night. They're on short rest in Kansas City, um, and then we go to New York on the East Coast um, with you know our bye week going. So it'll be good. Um, we'll see. I'm, I'm sure Saquon will be back. I'm sure their whole team will be back. For yeah, us, but, everybody will be 100 yeah. <laughs> fresh, ready to go. And Daniel Jones will still be catching one handed, yeah, you know, targets. So. But, no, good win. Good win for us. I'm glad we were able to talk about the Broncos game. Got the Eagles down. So, we're 5-2. and two. We're rolling uh, right now. So, let's just – let's ride it out. But uh, I'll try my best to be as optimistic as I can with the Raiders and also be as pessimistic on my betting because that got me into a lot of trouble this week. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, as always, we appreciate the love. Please share, subscribe, rate, review. Give us those five stars on Apple iTunes podcast and uh, go follow us on twitter at take raider if you're watching youtube right now you can see all of our handles on the screen along with our instagram handle at raider take podcast youtube if you're listening to the podcast go follow us and subscribe on youtube just nudge up against that follow button that subscribe button maybe just tinkle the notification button just a little bit just just don't be too rough on it just just get into it there not a lot all i need is a little bit (laughs) yeah exactly so go uh give us a subscribe on youtube um and then go sign up for DraftKings. if you haven't signed up yet there's so many deals that are just passing you by right now whether you can get the sports book and do live betting on sports or not download DraftKings, sign up with promo code tppn once again if you're watching on youtube right now you can see the codes and everything across the screen see who supports us just like you guys, they are supporting us, supporting what we do. So go sign up, code TPPN, get tons of deals, tons of promotions, uh, tons of benefits for doing so. Not only just supporting us, but benefit yourself. So, uh, yeah, as Andy said, we got a bye week coming up. We're going into it now. I'm going to get you guys another podcast out, a lot of good content. So we hope you all enjoy, and we will see you all next week to prepare for the Giants. Right, ready to stand up. We love you guys. Please be well. Enjoy the bye week. Get some rest. We'll see y'all next time.